Hello everybody, welcome back. This week I sadly have two pieces of bad news. For some reason, I don't know why, because I don't know anything about sound design or any of that stuff. The recording that I did with Mary Sue and myself about her going and meeting with some ancients in Detroit, the audio is really garbled on that. Garbled is probably the wrong word. It is not unlistenable, it's just the sound volumes are all over the place. And I want to go back and fight with it, but I wanted to make sure I get the actual episode out as a priority. So here I am focusing on getting that done. I'm going to try and get that done as quickly as possible and get it back up there. But if something comes up and I don't get it, the recording that I have is up for public viewing on our Patreon page. So you can just, without a net Patreon, and it should be right there as a public thing so that you can download and listen to me be really mean to Mary Sue. It was great. And the other bad news is significantly worse. Sadly, Valerie has had a bunch of real-life stuff happen, and she had to leave the show. Um, You guys probably knew about this, because I did a casting call announcement a while ago. This is the session that we recorded for the first time after she left. So, from here out, no more Valerie, and we are all the worse for it. However, this also means that starting... I believe next week we will be introducing our new player and his character and all of that stuff. Terribly sorry about the extra long intro today. Had some stuff I needed to get out there. But this should be the end of the train job. Hey guys, uh, we put out a casting call thing a little while ago. And this was kind of the reason Valerie has sadly had some real life things come up and had to depart We all miss her. We all hope that she does well with things that are going on and that that all kind of moves forward. But we've kind of decided to just kind of apply a layer of hand wavium to the Matrix stuff in some regards and kind of push forward rather than worrying about, you know, having somebody else play her or having a new person come in and just kind of jump into the middle of the thing, that kind of stuff. None of those answers really felt good or correct. So, everybody wish her love. Love you, Val. Val. I hope you can come back. So with all that mushy stuff out of the way, you guys kind of came back to the hotel room, and then I believe the plan was for Mary Sue to go off and talk to the ancients? Yeah. Later that night, Mary Sue is going to go to her ancients' contact and get that straightened out. All right, so I guess we'll pick up right as you're coming back. We'll just kind of open up with, Richard and Boss in the hotel room and Mary Sue coming back sometime later that night. Yeah, early AM, like probably like around two in the morning. I think Boz is probably on the couch. I think she's awake. She's literally not doing anything. She's just laying on the couch, sort of staring at the ceiling. Looking a little morose, but you know, keeping it covered pretty well. RC is out. That's too late. He's <laughs> <laughs> old. Yeah, yeah. But Mary Sue's not going to be quiet about coming in, so walk in, just open the door, slam the door shut, just throw her stuff down, wherever. Buzz, like, lifts her head from her hands, looks over at Mary Sue, a little bleary-eyed, and sort of pulled herself sluggishly up to sit. Did we know where you were going? Quietly. She probably just went and did it herself. Maybe would have sent a quick message. Going to go deal with the ancients. Yeah, yeah. okay. Buzz. Gives Mary Sue a little bit of a look. Kind of disapproving, but glad to see that Mary Sue's alright. And she says, 
you know, it would probably would have been safer if one of us went along with you. Mirzu plops down on the end of a, one of the beds and leans back and just rolls her eyes, shakes her head. Boss, they were fine. Everything, it was fine. Things won't always be fine. We're in this together, remember? Oh, you, you seem like you had your hands full and I handled everything just fine. It all went, all went great. She doesn't look like she wants to argue about it or anything. She just shakes her head and kind of rolls her eyes a little bit, but she looks fine about it. She just says, uh, so how'd it go? They're not like the ones in Seattle. A little more difficult to deal with. Criminals. Difficult to deal with. Who would have guessed? That sounds like you took care of it. Bit of a noticeable gulp. Yeah. No. I took care of it. It's, it's handled. There will be people there. To pick up the stuff. Buzz looks at Mary Sue like this isn't this is not a very convincing act she's getting, and she she stretches her shoulders out, kind of rolls rolls her her back a little, and she says she says, uh, "Look, if there's anything that we need to know, we need to know it. I mean, you might as well just spit it out. No use trying to trying to cover it up at this point, right?" It sounds like something went wrong or didn't go the way you intended, so let's just hear it so we know what we're going into tomorrow. Mary Sue will stand up then and kind of start pacing and wringing her hands. And you'll also notice, Boz, that her jeans have some uh, dirt on the butt of them and clothes look a little messy. All right, so person I was supposed to talk to, well, he wasn't very receptive. Boz leans back and on the couch and sort of starts paying very close attention. And I explained things very clearly, boss. I laid everything out there and it was, it was a very good deal. I, I still, I don't understand because I came from a position of power. All my negotiation tactics were on point. I, I pointed out how all the benefits, how it favored him. And yet he just, he just didn't agree with me. And I, I don't understand how it Ma- happened. Mary Sue, you're what? so used to dealing with rational people. These are criminals. They make a living being irrational. Like You can't expect them to take every good deal or to understand where you're coming from. right? I mean, I've, I think I've, we've had this conversation. These people are they're not reliable like you or I or R.C. I'm going to look over at R.C. and like, hmm. Buzz that. <laughs> so, um... R.C. Oh, will let out a giant snore, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Buzz adds, and that's exactly why you shouldn't be going off talking to these people by yourself. you got to have backup. We didn't even know where you were. If you got into trouble, we wouldn't have known where to go. In the I, future, I'll, I, I'll remember that. I ain't saying that we, we don't trust you to do your job. Just trust us to do ours, right? Okay. So um, negotiations escalated and, and then broke down and um yeah uh i didn't get kicked out i left of my own accord after some insults were hurled and yeah wait 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 hmm? so that there's no deal no i'm getting i'm i'm kidding don't shh, let me let me you wanted to know what happened boss i'm telling you all right okay so then i was followed into a dark alley by a very nice young man who I kicked in the groin, and it's fine. Boz starts laughing. I don't know how light a sleeper R.C. is, but she laughs pretty heartily. So 
um, we got to talking and, um, he was more receptive and wait, is this another ancient or is this somebody else? He is. He's an ancient. Uh, he's just a little lower rung on the corporate ladder, but he assures me that he can do it. I just had to give him just a little bit of new yen to just help make sure he was properly equipped. And so they're good to go. How much you knew yen? I just gave him out of my personal money. It was just 1500 That's it. I wanted to make sure he had a proper sized vehicle. Buzz rubs her forehead a little and she says, you know, there's a chance you're never going to see that guy again. Buzz, that's the difference between you and I. I have faith in people. Yeah, and it's good that you do. I don't. I have faith in you guys. But when this guy made it a scene, you as a mark. You understand what I'm saying? Like, these guys, that's how they make their money. They swindle people. But we will operate under the assumption that the deal's going to go through. But we should have a backup plan in case he doesn't show up. Well, we still have to pick up our shopping list from Lady. Ugh. I'm sure RC has given us plenty of items in there. And if I know him, and I, I think I do, Sure, there's a couple of grenades on that list, and we'll just blow the container up. That'll get rid of it. It's noisy, but may have to do. Okay. We got a long Plan day B. tomorrow, so why don't we get some sleep and revisit this in the morning, I guess. Yeah. And Buzz lays herself back out and covers her eyes with her head and starts to doze off. Richard. Hey. Did you, uh... Get any idea what you wanted in that shopping list of things? Yeah, I want C4. I want C5. Uh, I'm assuming that's like C4, but better. It's one better. We want some shotguns. Lots of ammunition. Sort of like a uh, Whitman sampler <laughs> of bullets. I'll need some off-road tires. Uh, that's the stuff off the top of my head. And you guys will be able to pick that up pretty easily. Go down to a bus station, go into one of the lockers, pick up a bag full of stuff. Stop it someplace else to pick up the explosives as opposed to the guns, that kind of thing. All right, then. Are you guys ready for the go time? Are the jammers going to be a problem getting them out of the train? I always imagine them as smaller little box-sized things. A well-timed, like a combination of one of you guys running in distraction plus Valerie doing some hacky stuff can probably get you guys through the scanners pretty well. Should be something that's nice and simple to get done there. We can give that a shot, and if that doesn't work, we're going to have to do the drone thing. We're going to have the entire trip to do it. Since RC can run his drone from pretty far away, it shouldn't be an issue. But yeah, yeah. I don't want to pre-plan too much. Sure. <laughs> She's also would probably help to have like a shock prod. She has one. I don't, I don't think that's going to make it through security. It's like, what is this very obvious weapon that you are carrying? <laughs> Although you are in Ares land, so things like... Smaller handguns and that kind of thing aren't as big of a deal as they are other places. Yeah, they might not care about, like, a non-lethal weapon. I mean, that's up to you, though. Like, if you... The only thing I'm really concerned about are, like, the shotguns and the very obvious explosives. And sort of the jammer, but the jammers are a lot smaller and easier to, to handle. Take a couple of the car, jam everything, isolate that car, right? And then I want to roll up with the tools we need to get to work. And then the angels come up to make everything sold? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yep. Okay, and if it goes to hell, so, then hey, I've got drones. Here's, yep. here's hoping they'll have more. And if the ancients don't show up, we're just going to throw grenades in the container and blow it up. We That's do have it. grenades, right? Yeah. yeah. You have some grenades. RC did get some. 
For those on the train, do we want to do disguise so we don't have any issues with uh, being ID'd? Boz would be okay with that. She's like, it's, it's going to be hard to make her up to make her look any different. She's still going to be the, the orc on the train. But you'll be less likely to be ID'd, yeah. I mean. That's fair. I think it's a good idea. Let's get some disguise rolls then. Eight successes. Wow. Oh, wow. You're taking hours to do this. Two hours to make that orc look less orky. With that many skin, successes, skin tone. she can make you look like more or less whatever. We'll change skin tone and make uh, contour changes to kind of make it look like maybe different nationality. And now I'm going to change my look. Thank you. Can you say you made us both look really respectable? I want to wear a suit. You know what I mean? I want to be like a business orc. Business orc! So five successes on making me look different. So what do you look like now? Yeah, I probably just did a quick temp dye color job on the hair. Did some contouring to try to throw off the the facial recognizers. Ugly myself up. Really? Mm -hmm. Aww. Are we going in as like business associates, got briefcases and nice and nice suits and stuff? No, you'll go in as corp or that looks very nice and refined and from okay. a different uh, country. And I will go in in Omo my house. homage to Val, Aww. looking emo. Aww. RC for what's worth is going to put on a cop mustache. Go straight out and then come straight down. But you're not going to be on the transfer. Don't have to worry it about you, though, I, right? I, it doesn't matter. It's important. But you just want to, okay, you just want to dress up. I want to participate. Okay. I would like I'm to have so- a fake mustache. Do you want me to do a disguise <laughs> on you? Delicious. Yes, I want a disguise, and I want a fake mustache. Okay, I will do that for you. Yes. My strategy is to not actually talk to anybody on the train, but if anyone asks any questions, I'm just going to glare at them and try to look important. All right, so with eight successes to make Boss look a little bit different, well, actually a lot different, five successes to make Mary Sue look more frumpy, and uh, more emo. two successes to make Richard, well... Look like he has a porn star mustache and some big old mirror shade aviator things. You guys are more or less ready to go? I believe we'll come in with Boss and Mary Sue coming into the train station where Richard is. I don't know. Where is Richard at in this situation? Is he already en route to the first meeting point or is he in the parking lot or is he at the stuffer shack getting something to eat? I'm probably loading up his stuff, chowing down on a uh, greasy burger and fries with some antacids to be the dessert. Delicious. And then, uh, you know, we'll probably be heading out when they when I get the word to head out to, air quotes, the spot to wait for uh, the stuff to happen. Walking into the train station, you guys will notice that it is fairly busy right now, as if, you know, a bunch of trains are loading and unloading and getting ready to leave for places. Since we had to... Air quotes, montage, do some hand-wavy stuff in relation to the Matrix. Over the past day or so, Valerie was doing some hacking and forging of some documents to get the train car into the position it needs to be into. So as far as you guys know, you just need to get on the train and follow through on your plan to separate it. And Val is in the van with Richard, waiting to, to hackify things when you guys get her access. Boz and Mary Sue walk in separately. You wouldn't be seen with me now. <laughs> Boz is looking very nice right now. She has on a suit that is very well fitting. Her hair has been completely redone and looks very like a corpse sleek. She's got a pair of glasses on, they're fake glasses, of course. She's carrying a briefcase. She just looks very much like she's supposed to be there, kind of. 
she doesn't have anything to check in, so she basically goes straight to through the check. She's not carrying anything with her that would be a problem. I remember you guys were talking about carrying the jammers onto the train. Val could uh, do some matrixy stuff uh, to get us through the stairs. Yeah, she would just yeah. need a little assist from one of you guys to create a scene to kind of like distract the person that's at the thing. Yeah, the issue was that I kind of realized that in order to make the plan work, we're going to need to get more than just the jammers on because we're going to, in order to like clear the, the train car, we're going to need the smoke grenades on board and probably a weapon just to be safe. Pistol-sized weapon's probably not a big deal because this is an Aries town. What are those shock rods? That's probably not even that big of a big deal if you just carry it in like a shoulder bag. Basically just a uh, a small distraction of some kind from one of you two to give Valerie the opening to hack the scanner. Because there's a bunch of them, right? She doesn't know which one you guys are using. She doesn't know which line you're going to be in. That kind of sure. thing. So, you know, communicating with you to her. It's like, all right, I'm next. You know, the mess with his, do whatever it is you do. I'll, you know, make a stink or whatever you're going to do to distract the operator so that he's not going to see the thing turn red before Valerie can alter it. So do you want me to have a big bag carrying the stuff and then you be behind me and then I go through and then you cause the ruckus so I get through with the items? I think intimidation's the right way to go. Just I need something to, to be angry about. Intimidation could totally work because you're a fancy corporate guy. You see this dumb elf doing whatever it is she's doing and just ruining your day and just looking at the or something along those lines. We're good. Mary Sue's up ahead, just like a one or one yep. or two people. You're going to be right behind me. All right. So let's have it as these poor, unsuspecting, innocent people working their mundane jobs are doing their thing. As they walk in, Mary Sue's just going to find a coffee cup that somebody's discarded, hopefully just half full, pick it up and go toward the line to where the scanner things are and get in line and wait her turn. Buzz steps up in behind Mary Sue, pretending quite effectively that she does not know the person in front of her. And Mary Sue told you to start looking impatient. She's actually got, she's got a watch on. It's like a fake nice watch, you know what I mean? She keeps looking at it and sort of like she's grumbling under her breath and like she keeps looking kind of pointedly at the or security guards manning the station, like trying to get their eye contact, just so they are aware that that she's there and she's impatient. Wait, on Mary Sue to do whatever she's doing. Approaching the scanners and guard, what happens? They begin to do their job. Empty your pockets, take off your shoes. There's a little conveyor belt thing there for you to put your bag on. Somebody okay, offers so to fine. to get touchy feely with you. So as she approaches the scanner and, and starts emptying stuff, Mary Sue starts fumbling with the bag, and the jammers are hidden in other boxes, like tampon boxes or cookie boxes. They're not just laying open. So she's fumbling with the bags and the coffee, and she's juggling things, and she's just taking a long time for no reasonable reason to, like, OCD organize these items on the trays for them to scan. Okay. Boz is behind, and she doesn't wait long. She plays up the impatience, and she's watching this closely, and she's looking at the metal detectors, and she's looking back at Mary Sue and looking at the security guards, and finally she just says, I have a conference call in 67 seconds. I need to get through this line. Why is this taking so long? She's going to look up. Oh, no, no, just just, just a minute. No, it's, it's fine. It's okay. I'm just looking at the guard. 
just going to take two more seconds. Wait, is this, is this the line for the train to New York or the one to see at where? What train is this one for again? Are you? Wait, what day is it? Hold on because I, I might be confused. I might be on the wrong. Hold on. Wait. She's looking at the guard waiting. Like, is this the right train? Is this to Seattle or to, or to New York? At this point, Buzz looks at one of the security guards and just glares at them and, and says, I don't have time for this. Can you deal with this woman? And that'll be my intimidation. What do you want me to roll? Uh, whatever you think that you are rolling to assist. Five to assist. So with four successes, the guy from one of the aisles overwards is going to see what's going on. The guy that's operating the scanner for the bag thing kind of looks over and is like, he does that thing where he kind of makes like a, not quite a smile, but like shows teeth like, come on. And he'll abandon his station for a moment to come over to give Oz the most cursory of pat downs to get her through the scanner quickly. In that time will be where Valerie does what she needs to do to the station that she needs to do it to so that when the pile of junk that Mary Sue has laid out goes through, it all shows clear. Yay, we get through. As soon as they're, they're through, there's a moment where Boz and Mary Sue are walking together. Boz looks over at Mary Sue and like her eyes are like not full of fear, but just clearly a situation that she did not like being in. She's like, I'm really glad that's your job, not mine. And then they, then she splits off because they probably shouldn't hang out together after that. No, because she's some incompetent, yep. stupid little elf tart. <gasps> Does Mary Sue respond? Mary Sue just smiles. Big beaming smile. That's nothing. Let's go get on a train. Mm-hmm. I imagine people get to the trains early, like people get to planes early, but not quite as much. You guys will be loaded on. And if you want to give me a perception test between the two of you, we can uh, we can give you some ideas on the things that you can see, give you some questions to ask. Do we have specific seats, or are they? is it like a room? Is I think a- we were probably placed as close to the back as possible, right? After it gets moving, you guys are generally allowed to move around the train. You guys will be able to get onto the train pretty easily. Looking around with your handful of successes, there's all kinds of people here, different metatypes, different classes of society, all intermingled. You will notice a couple of people here who are very obviously security. The ones on the train are a bit more obvious about their security. They seem to actually be wearing like security armor as opposed to just police uniform stuff, so it's a little heavier armored than your average cop. And they seem to be carrying SMGs rather than pistols, taser, and a, a stun baton. Is there anything you guys want to know about those kind of things? Maybe I'm getting ahead of us ourselves here, but I would like to spend some time looking for a possibility of getting the bag inside the train from the exterior. Whether that's opening a window... Sure. The train gets going. You'll be able to move it up the train a little bit. You'll be able to find that they have some places that Every third car or so will have a ceiling hatch that is obviously alarmed and monitored. And the windows, they can kind of come down a couple of inches, but not exactly down enough for you to get a person in and out of easily without, like, actually breaking the window. Bag. You could try and get a bag through, yeah. Because that's all we need, right? We've got a bag that's got... Nothing in there is very large. It's like a, a couple of grass grenades. Maybe Mary Sue could get everyone's attention and we'll just at the back of the back train, open the window, and while everyone's looking at, at Mary, what something Mary Sue is doing. 
Mm-hmm. You can just grab it. Yeah. You can do that. So, and when we know exactly when to, um, detach the car, so I think we just need to. Well, you need this stuff before that, right? Yeah. I'm just saying we got time, so we just need to right. let RC know when to, to do that. Yeah. Boz would like try to arrange with RC, like, she'd just send them messages on Comlink and, uh, try to arrange to drop. So you want to try and uh, get the gear before making any kind of go-time things happen? Yeah, we need the gear in order to make the go-time things happen. Okay. Um, my thought is that RC can kind of load up the drone with a, with a bag that's got some stuff in it, and sure it can get 10 pounds of stuff. You want me to have a drone fly over to, like, the freight car? No, no, no. To the very back passenger car. Okay. Sounds good to me. All right, then. So in montage fashion, I'm going to need... Mary Sue to tell me what kind of distraction she's going to make, where she's going to make it. The distraction that I'm going to make at the front of the car so Boz can get the drop of the bag. Probably just feign an illness. I have medical knowledge, so I will fake certain symptoms to look like some kind of fit or something. So you're just going to, like, have a seizure and throw yourself on the ground? Something like that. Faint, something like that, yes. Convulsions, things like that, that would draw people to me to help. Yes, that's what I will do at the opposite end of the train, too. Because I will start at the back of the car, so I'll make my way up to the front of the car, and I'll probably look woozy as I'm walking, kind of like stumbling into people. And then as I get to the front of the car, full-on convulsions, falling to the ground, drawing as much tension as I can. So with five successes, people are going to start to, like, pay a little bit of attention, and then... Do you feign, or do you go into full-on convulsions? Full-on. Richard, I'm going to need some kind of piloting test from you to fly this drone laden with a bag into position for Boss to start grabbing all the stuff off of it. Sure. So with six successes on special delivery, one delicious point of edge lighter, Mary Sue's going to be kind of... I don't know... Shake, rattle, and rolling over there on the ground. Everybody's going to kind of get into it, and somebody's going to be yelling, is there a doctor in the train? That kind of thing. One of the security guards from the car ahead of you is going to come back and start pushing the other people away. Meanwhile, this drone with a bag dangling off the barrel of its AK-97 is going to be flown up next to the window, and Boss is just going to reach up and grab it. You want me to roll stealth? Sure. All the more opportunities for you to botch the roll and drop the bag outside. Love me some failure. With Mary Sue's five and your now three successes on grabbing this, it wasn't like a super difficult thing because everybody's kind of making some noise up there, that kind of thing. You're just like, and grab the bag and put it in my lap. All right. Nothing to see here, folks. So it's probably just one shotgun. And if memory serves, it was an auto assault 16. Buzz grabs the stuff, puts the stuff that can fit in a briefcase into that, and uh, the shotgun gets tucked neatly underneath the seat, and she just waits. It does not seem as though anybody has paid you any special attention. She sends out a text message to everybody. I got this stuff, basically. She doesn't capitalize. It's very annoying. (sighs) (laughs) So what's the next plan of action? You guys have the bag of stuff. You are mostly in position. We have to do the, the jammers and stuff, too. What happens with Mary Sue? I think that's partially up to her. Once that text comes through from us, Mary Sue will slowly come out of the convulsions, and then 
She's not just going to like hop right up. It's going to take some time. She's going to let people just slowly, you know, make her feel better. She'll start reassuring them all that, no, 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 it happens. It's fine. She just the stress of traveling, medication. Yep. She's yep. fine. It's a condition. There's definitely a guy there that has a med kit open and is trying to put the diode. I don't know what those things are called. The, the sticky things that they stick on people. Mary Sue has the knowledge. She knows the words to use. So she'll start explaining that. She'll say, you know, the medication. She'll explain that she just forgot to take it. it the travel just slipped her mind. And if she'll take it right now. She'll be fine. She just needs to rest. Swallow a tic-tac. Mm-hmm. Yep. She'll swallow something that looks like medication and everything's going to be okay. She's so sorry to disturb everybody's trip. She apologizes profusely. Sounds like you want to try and lie to some people. I always want to lie to some people. Six successes. Man, you are fine. So the guy will finally get one of those sticky things like on your head and he'll be doing something with it as you're explaining things. And it's like, and I'll point at the med kit. Like med kit says that uh, med kit says that she's fine. Everybody, she's fine. Everything's under control, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And everybody will go back to what it is that they were doing. Before she gets up, she'll place one of the jammers at the front of the train car. Okay. Somewhere during that montage, you probably figured out where you're going to need these things spread out through the course of the train. I'm just going to need some kind of roll for you to break off and get in and kind of put these things in place. Richard, you will notice, like, rearview mirror sensors, really kind of however it is, there are a couple of motorcycles that are coming up behind you, and it looks like two decent-sized vehicles. Like, one might be a gopher, one might be a uh, bulldog step fan. Cool. I'm going to send some flashbacks up in there. Okay. Can I give me, give me some aerial information? See what I can see. See if they see a little better than I do. I want to turn all the happy drones on. I'm assuming it's a fairly remote area. I'm holed up in here. Yeah, you guys are a little bit outside the city. You're a handful of minutes away from your predetermined go point. Okay, I'm going to get both my drones. You know, one just dropped off a bag, so it's going to be, like, behind the van in relation to this oncoming group of people. And I'll get Ricky and Bobby over there, and I'll have the uh, back of my van slightly ajar with my shotgun with an arm's reach. I'm just going to sit back and chill. Sure. You want to run a, a scanner sweep on them from your fly spies? Yeah. I don't want to get too close. I don't want to be obnoxious. Right. It's just, you know. You keep your distance. So with two hits on your magical mask, you're going to notice two major things. One, it looks like there's about six motorcycles and the two larger vehicles. It is a gopher and a bulldog step van. They are also seeming to be wearing matching helmets in that somewhat familiar ancient acid green and anarchy symbols, that kind of thing. Hey, heads up. A bunch of obnoxiously colored bikes, about six of them and two vans are in route. This is a good idea, isn't it, Mary Sue? Well, we are expecting them, so be nice. And when am I not nice? Everybody loves me. You're right. I do love you. All right, here we go. It's up to y'all. How's it going on your end? With three successes on your sneaking test to place some jammers around, it has gone pretty well for you. You have a bunch of grenades to do something with, I believe. I do. But, you know, they can happen linearly. But yeah, is there like a, it's like a trash bin at the back of the train or anything like that? I imagine they have little bins that you can kind of pull out of the wall, dump stuff in, and they 
push it closed again. Yeah. They probably have at least one at each doorway in the cars, just kind of like coming into a car, throw your stuff in the trash, you'll leave in the car, throw your stuff in the trash, so that, in theory, the car doesn't get full of trash, but we all know how all that works. Right. So the idea is, Boz is going to, she takes a briefcase, and she steps to the back of the train, and she keeps an eye out, makes sure that none of the security guards are looking. Sure. And she opens the briefcase up, two smoke grenades. Uh Mm-hmm. Uses her tusks to, like, get on the rings and yanks them both. Look at you. And shoves them in. So this is a tear gas grenade and a, like, a standard smoke bomb. Okay. A lot of smoke coming out, and it's pretty noxious. And she starts to yell, fire, fire. And she moves in the direction of her seat. What she's trying to do is she's trying to let the smoke envelop her before she puts the gas mask on. Oh, how are the security guards kind of reacting to this? Well, let's have some dice to sell the fire. So what you're going to see is the layman, the normal people here, are just going to turn around, see the smoke, and start mad dashing towards the next car ahead of you. Very unsafe. People always tell you to walk slowly and keep calm. And in the situation of a fire, that's never how things work out. So this is kind of like, here we go. People are pushing and shoving. And you can see that the security guard in the car ahead of you is like, what's going on? As he looks back and sees six or seven people trying to fight through a two-person wide doorway. Can't really see what he does from there, but you do know that the security is very alerted at the moment. The jammers, are at this point, they're working, right? Yeah, you can have easily coordinated a quick text message to Mary Sue of, hey, turn those things on. And they will start jamming the area. And at this point, I think this is also when we were going to have Valerie try to kill the alarms and stuff. Somewhere in there where you guys are stashing the jammers and you're in the back, you could have easily gone into a bathroom and pried a thing off, stuck a data tap on there so that she has a direct connection to the train and is hackifying some things as you guys are doing stuff at the moment. Yeah. Is Mary Sue in the same car as you? Did she come back to this car or is she somewhere else? No, she comes back to this car, because we need to be in the same car. Yeah. Once the people are out of this car, we seal that door that they went to the forward car, right? They're trying to get to the car ahead of them. Yeah, so once we get them out, we need to seal that door. Also, I have a gas mask for you. Thank you. Yeah. Mm, New fashion accessory. Wonderful. (laughs) She's holding her breath, and as soon as the concealing smoke is around her, she just pulls the the gas mask. the mask. Sure. She's going to start kind of making her way up towards where Mary Sue is. Mary Sue, since you're going to have to be in at least one car forward, you're going to notice the security guard from a car ahead of you is going to start heading back in that direction because something is going on and there's a lot of noise from back here. And people in the car that you're in are starting to like, what's going on? You're going to see the security guard there. He's going to low ready his SMG and he's going to start pulling people through the doorway to try and get them out of the way because he's got to get back there to figure out what is going on. Are you doing anything or does the scene advance? Just so I'm clear, um, is Mary Sue on like the other side of a big group of people that are trying to get through? That is my understanding. Yeah, so I need to get through that bottleneck of people and there's a security guard in between me and that bottleneck of people right now, right? Yeah, he's trying to unbottleneck these people but he has his gun Right hand has gun, left hand is kind of getting people by the shoulder and kind of pulling them through. And He's trying to 
be loud and directing them, and they're like, oh, God, fire. And they start complaining about the smoke everywhere, that kind of thing. In the chaos, what is he wearing? He's wearing security armor. He doesn't have a helmet on, but he's a fit dude with an SMG and some other police stuff around his utility belt. Mary Sue will just sit there politely and wait for him to clear everybody out, and then I'm sure he'll just let her follow him in. Okay. A couple of seconds will go by. Balls, since you're on the backside of the smoke mess, you will notice that some of the more stragglers at this part have started vomiting all over the, the back of the, the car here, just like, bleh, wherever they can kind of find a spot. How dense is the smoke? Can you see the person in front of you sort of deal? It's yeah. not like can't see anything at all dense, but it's, for one, as a orc, you have, I think, some low-light vision in it. So that's kind of helping you out a little bit because, you know, you're kind of blocking the lights at the top of the car with, with your smoke. Boz is actually kind of moving out behind the, the passengers. Okay. She has a shotgun slung over behind her, so it's like hanging against her back. She actually stops. Someone's like doubled over on the seat, like retching, and she actually like helps them up, pats them on the shoulder and kind of nudges them forward. And she's basically going to just walk up with the rest of them, or at least until they reach the bottleneck. They are, eyes are vomiting all over the place, eyes burning, can't really breathe, smoke everywhere, oh god, fire. They're looking forward, they're not looking backwards. Yeah. Mary Sue, you will notice some of the smoking gas is billowing into your cabin a little bit, and you will also notice that the other security guard that was coming from the train car ahead of you is now into your train car and is sideways pushing the people that are coming through as he's trying to get to his companion and figure out what's going on. How many people are left in this bottleneck? The bottleneck is more or less cleared. There's like the last two or three people. You probably know that Boss is standing back there helping this last guy up. So I imagine she'd let you know when the coast is clear. The last people are coming through and the security guard is kind of like helping everybody out. And then all of a sudden there's Boss with gas mask on and a shotgun at half ready in front of her. She just sort of comes out of the smoke. Is the security guard that's at the door, is he in smoke now? It's starting to come into the car ahead of it and go up to the ceiling. Probably also some of it billowing out across the bottom. I imagine it's kind of like the two different gases are taking their yeah. own different ways. All right, so boss going first. Grab him and vanish into the smoke with him. So dramatically coming through the smoke, you'll just kind of reach out your hand, grab this dude by the scruff of his neck as he turns to look and see his compatriot calling him like, yo, what's going on? And then just whoomph. The smoke billows, and she's gone. Yep. The second guard is going to raise his gun and point it down the aisle of the train car and advance almost to where Mary Sue is, who I imagine is looking like a shocked bystander on the side. But you will notice him pulling something out of one of his utility belts and putting it over his mouth and nose. Ooh. Uh, that's his turn. So, Mary Sue. A range of called shot vitals with a taser. The second one. Yep, you could totally shoot the second guy. Alright, this guy is going to go past you, and you're going to slide out of your seat or wherever it is you're stashed off to the side. And with four hits on four dice, you will shoot another security guy in the back with your taser. God, I'm so impressed with you right now. You will wing this guy with one of your little taser darts, and he will be like, okay, that is clearly something is going on here. I'm dead. I mean, you're about to be shot, so... Okay. <laughs> so excited. 
back to the top boss. You have grabbed this guy and pulled him into the smoke. What would you like to do? Is he pretty messed up now, right? Like he is got- about to roll some body and willpower at the end of this combat turn to deal with that gas. I'm going to jam my stun prod into his neck or something. Kind of jab this guy and <laughs> kind of give it to him pretty good. Yeah, uh, he's not unconscious. He is not unconscious. But he's going to have a real bad time when he has to... Yeah, he's not going to be in a great place when it comes around to his turn. Mary Sue, luckily for you, the electrical damage from your taser shot drops this guy below you in initiative, so you get to go before he shoots you. Oh, dear. Okay. We're just going to have to tase him again. Faith in you. Oh, Oh, my God. Wow. The luck is out. Zero success. Here comes the pain. So with two successes on your tazy and zero successes from edging your tazy, he does not get tazied. I can hear your disappointment. Yeah, no, and he does turn and returns the favor with his SMG. There you go. Oh, no. Only one. It's going to hurt like hell. You'll be facing down ten points of stun damage. Oh, God. And you can't edge these, can you? Sure can. No, wait. Yeah. I'm out of edge. What's your f- Let's have it. Yes! Look at you! <laughs> Look at wow. you! Wow! Damn! Look at you! So Engage the bullshit machine. <laughs> I, this is, oh my god, yes! This is like bullshit. Like fast talking out of a bullet. <laughs> Unstoppable. Right? Four hits on four dice earlier. Eleven hits on twenty-one dice now. All kinds of... Five hits on... Or four hits on seven dice to not be shot. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, so so what does this turn into? Tell me, how does Mary Sue no-sell this hail of gunfire? I got hit, but I think because of all the billowy fabric of my outfit. <laughs> you just fashion-soaked it. And Daddy was smart to give me that bone lacing. All right, you guys want to roll initiative again? Meanwhile, back with RC playing paddle ball. Back in the smoke, Boz is just throwing this guy around. Like, he's got vomit like, rolling out of his mouth as Boz is throwing him back and forth between the seats on either side of the train, trying to get opportunities to jam this stun prod into his, into his body. Oh my god, I'm rolling. Crap. Yeah, you sure are. My thought is that, like, I need to get this guy out so that I can help Mary Sue. I mean, you did just hear a whole lot of gunfire. Glancing hit. Mary Sue, your guard friend is gonna look up from where he just, you know, Daka-daka-daka. Sees that you're still standing there. Tilt his head slightly to the side and return more bullets at your face. Having seen you no-sell the first set of bullets, gifts you another set of bullets. What does three points of stun damage look like to you? I'm going to say probably uh, in the chest. Very much how we... Am I able to just drop that and then pull out the gun? Yeah. Still have a simple action left to shoot him. We're going to shoot him then. Five, six, stop with your luck. Shut up, you're shooting me! You're gonna kill me, I gotta do this! It's gel rounds. (laughs) Yeah, you got in with one net success. Do you take damage? Yeah, took damage. (gasps) How much did you take? (laughs) (laughs) You're super excited about killing this dude. Did you take as much as me or more? Uh, He he took more, he took about seven points. (gasps) Yeah! Is this trekker full on stun? Yes, he will go down. Yes! 
You are amazing, Mary Sue. Awesome. Boss, the guy that you were kind of wrestling and fighting with this stun prod with is going to attempt to rip your face mask off. All right, so he fails to wrestle with you. Beautiful. Back to the top. It is your turn. Keep on zapping. Three this time. You'll kind of glance off of him again and sadly won't zapify him. Mary Sue. Yes. It is your action after you just shot that dude and he fell to the ground. I'm going to walk into the train car that boss is in. Okay. The one that's full of toxic gas. I believe I was told there's a gas mask in there for me. Boss has it. So that's awkward, I guess. I can pull my shirt up over my mouth. That should buy me some time. We'll see. Yes, I want to get in there and with shirt up over mouth, and I want to shut the door. Okay. That is pretty easy for you to do. Try to find my gas mask. Does Boss still have it, or did she, like, drop it when she started wrestling with this dude? All of the shit except for the shotgun slung around her is in a briefcase that she was carrying. So if you're willing to allow it, I'll say she dropped it on the floor. Like, the whole briefcase is on the floor, and it's probably open. So as you're wrestling, you're going to slowly notice that this guy gets greener and greener, and he's going to end up starting to just, like, dry heave and seem to lose interest in wrestling with you and starts to regurgitate his lunch onto the floor, drop down to his hands and knees, more dry heaving. Assuming that you don't really do anything terribly lethal to him, within a couple of moments, he will be unconscious. Buzz tries to wipe some stray chunks from the vomit off, off of her blazer and uh, leans down and rolls the guy onto his side so that if he vomits while he's unconscious, he doesn't, like... Doesn't die. Choke on it. Yeah. Okay. She grabs the gas mask off the floor and starts heading back towards Mary Sue. And we'll find her, because she's at the door. Yep. Mary Sue, can I get you to roll your body plus willpower and, uh, let's say, three extra dice? Five hits will cover your breath-holding, shirt-covering, <gasps> face mask putting on anything. As you're closing the door, you feel a hand pat you on the shoulder, and Boz is, is holding a gas mask. You'll probably not feel great a little bit later on, just because, like, some gas will be caught in the mask as you're putting on that kind of bullshit, but nothing to, like, mechanically punish you. And then you guys are, for the moment, sealed in here. You have some mini-welders and glue guns. Richard, do you want to give them a pep talk on how to operate a mini-welder? Okay, so make sure you point the end with all the flame coming out. Away from you, it's very important to do that. Otherwise, get some serious injury. It's very OSHA. Make sure the canister is properly seated in the nozzle coupler. Keep in mind that the flame area should not only be clear by about three to six inches from the front, also the sides. So, yeah, there you go. Then burn some shit down. Hell yeah. Okay, so practically speaking, are we rolling for the mini-welder? Not in this situation, because you guys have negated the two immediate guards. There will be some other guards that are coming down, but the press of meta-humanity is going to slow them down significantly. Richard, if you want to go ahead and roll your industrial engineering of some kind to kind of help these guys along and see... I was going to ask if I could, like, maybe send some <laughs> stuff over on AR... You're a 101 builder, and you. Absolutely. And that's kind of covered under the industrial engineering role I'm looking for. It's like, this is what you guys should be doing. These are the important points when maintaining a weld. He is using it like a blowtorch. I mean, this isn't like, you know, precision welding. It doesn't have to look pretty. Uh, Apply heat until thing go away. (laughs) Make it melt, and then blow on it to cool it off. 
I think while Mary Sue's getting her gas mask on, Boz is prepping the, the welder and kneeling down by the door that she shut. She will take a shot at this. So if someone's trying to open the door, are they going to be going up against Richard's roll then? If somebody tries to open the door, they're going to have a lot more problems because it has been welded shut. They will perhaps have to weld it open or bring in a troll with a battering ram <laughs> or straight break the door off its hinges, which is going to be a lot harder to do considering it's like a sliding door that doesn't actually have hinges. There's sparks flying in the smoky compartment. Because I'm assuming this takes a little while. Boz looks over at Mary Sue and sees that she's got the gas mask settled and she says, we got to get the back door open. Yeah, so yeah, Mary Sue will start headed toward the back door then. I don't imagine, since you have, like, full control over it at the moment, that it would be that difficult for you to pull an emergency release to get it to unlock, kind of like okay. when you're locked in a trunk. My thought is that it's probably like a school bus. They can always get out. Yeah, they are built so that there is always a manual release of some kind to not trap you in a death box. So we need to get the car uncoupled. At this point, we should be slowing down, right? The train itself is, like, maintaining speed for the moment because they haven't received communication. It's only been 7 to 10 seconds since you were, like, fire that things have happened. And with the jammers in place, it's hard for them to make radio communications. They could pick up one of the handheld phones and make a call that way. Or So the scene as we get it, as some of the smoke begins to clear and the, the sizzling of mini-welders comes to an end, will be boss and mary sue kind of standing on that last train car that they've set up as the rest of the train billows smoke and tear gas as it continues on down the tracks thankfully valerie was able to handle the digital sides of things so they just really needed to, to cut that one last little bit and now disconnected this last train car will slowly come to a halt as its brakes are automatically engaged richard is going to pull up with a squad of young looking ancient guys with a couple of bikes and their two rented vehicles. That's the situation you guys find yourselves in. Yeah. Buzz starts to make her way back. The car is kind of eerily quiet and there's like, there's still smoke. She finds Mary Sue. She pats Mary Sue on the shoulder and leans in to look into the mask and she goes, um, are y'all right? She'll cough a bit and nod her head. Yeah, yeah. You did good. The wind starts to catch her hair and whip at her suit. She'll kind of smile. Yeah. <laughs> You can't see her grinning, but her eyes kind of light up. And she actually looks like she's kind of enjoying this. She looks like she's kind of having fun. Is Mary Sue, like, limping or anything? Is she, like, she, she looks... No, she's kind of just rubbing her chest a little bit. But that's still stung. So she's putting up a good front? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's definitely uh, put that gun away before Boss saw it. <laughs> Do I know anything about the uh, melee and gun battle that ensued? I didn't have sen I didn't have time to send you a DNI. No. Okay. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Because you did say ancients had showed up. I think I would say, are, are they still there? Everything's good. You're not dead. No, everything is uh, sleepy. All quiet on the uh, eastern front over here. Well, How are things on your end, Peachy? We're all we're all good. Yeah, I think just. Get in place and get them ready to get this stuff loaded. So we're definitely going to need to get out of here. And uh, I'm going to need an ice pack. Ice pack? Yeah, an ice pack. For what? What does that mean? You know, ice pack for what? I'm going to have a bruise and I need an ice pack. Are we, okay, hell, we'll stop at the stuffer shack. But what did you do? Can we talk about it later? We're kind of in the I'm middle of a job. Sure, fine, fine. 
fine. I want to guess you bounced your head off of a low ceiling. <gasps> so RC is like parked up ahead of us, I guess. And with the ancients, is that sort of how it's set up? Well, my understanding was they, they, they were driving by, like, in route to the train. Yeah, yeah I think but, he's probably pulling up as yeah. we we're talking. You guys are probably all pulling up together, like, the group so of ancients. synchronized. Yeah, you probably amassed into, like, a singular convoy, and then I can only imagine Mary Sue told them, hey, there's going to be this other guy there driving the van. Yeah, a lot of don't mind him in what he says, just do what he says. <laughs> if he says something racist. It's like T minus three seconds till racism. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll be able to quickly kind of scramble over this train car after it comes to a, a screeching, not a screeching halt, but, you know, a halt. Thankfully, at the moment, you don't see the rest of the train in view anymore. It's gone on down the line a little bit, around a bend a bit. AJ is going to look around, not recognize Mary Sue. And Mary Sue, you can very clearly see him like, wait, hold on. Yeah, Mary Sue is going to uh, hop off the train and, and just start waving her hands. and Hi, AJ! It's me! It's Mary Sue! Just very smiley and, and just... It should be pretty obvious. There's this train car that's screeching ungodly noise. As yeah, it but... tries to break down the tracks and there's sparks going everywhere. The mm-hmm. two of them are like, Hanging out on the back, on the, the train car. But Mary Sue disguised herself. Uh, remember? You have a gas mask on too. Yeah. She takes it, hops off the train, takes it off, but she still disguised herself. So she's <laughs> very flamboyantly identifying herself as I'm Mary Sue. <laughs> we met last night in an alley. <laughs> yeah. You may remember me from such groin kicks as the one you received last <laughs> night. <laughs> Boz also hops off and pulls the gas mask up onto the top of her head. She's looking very James Bond right now with her suit and her shotgun and her gas mask. <laughs> so she'll go walk up to AJ and say, okay, there it is. It's all yours. Load it up. And they will start clambering on it and somebody starts kicking at the door with the lock is. Somebody pushes him out of the way and starts to like actually try lock picking things. But do you guys have anything you want to do to interact with them or you guys want to just get in the van and Drive back to no. Seattle. When I heard the AJ thing, I was just, I could not have rolled my eyes any harder. <laughs> <laughs> like, even though there's a ballistic mask covering it, you can just feel it. It's like, ugh. Um, I look at RC. Will the, will the mini welder cut through that lock quicker than them picking it? Yes, unless they're real, real good. Yes, it will. Can you go help them open it so they can get this done before, you know, nightfall? Buzz just pushes the mini welder that they have into the hands of one of these guys, wow. these ancients. Just what if they don't know how to use it? There you go, it. Buzz. Give him. It's called work. He can learn what it is. What if they don't know how to use it? Well, then there'll be one less ancient. Shit. <gasps> one of them will know how to use it. Don't worry about it. It's a very hot welder. They'll just like it. All they got to do is open a lock. I'm sure they can handle it. I don't think we should hang around, personally. All right, all right. Just let me go. Let somebody go say goodbye and everything, and then I'll be in the van, okay? Just give me two minutes. Just like, she just looks, just like eye contact, looks at the ancients, looks back at Mary Sue, and she kind of makes a noise, like a grunt. She leans against the van with the shotgun and watches. Mary Sue's just going to walk over to AJ. AJ, thank you. This is great. So happy you guys were able to come and do this. I hope everything works out for you guys and that there's no backlash. And um, I, I hope that if you're ever in Seattle that I can show you um, 
how ancients should be run because that spokes guy is not doing it right here. And um, that's it. So, yeah, if I'm ever back in Detroit, I'd love to to do business with you again. He seems kind of excited. He's like, no, yeah, this is a this is a great opportunity. And you'll hear the door pop open in the back. And somebody yell that they got it and they'll, you know, start going inside. And you guys will have a little heartfelt thing where he's like, so sorry about them. Says he probably won't be in Seattle, but, you know, you're more than welcome to come back. Great. She'll give him a big smile. She'll give him a big hug. Then she'll walk back to the van. Mary Sue, like, she's all, like, halfway back to the van before Boz, like, opens up the back of the van and pops in. Well, I, I want to know what's in the box. What's then in the box? go look in the box. I want to know what's in the box. I'm going to look in the box. go. What? No, we... I've got to know what's in that box. I promise oh. crap, I know what's in that box. I already know what's out. in the box. I, I already know what's in that box. Go ahead and look. We don't well, okay. have time. I You're look not going to like it. I look at the box. They start carrying the boxes out as you shove your way to the front to see what's going on there. They'll open it up, and across the top, you're going to see a whole bunch of buddy cop Ares knight errant figures. You know like those old school G.I. Joes that were like 12 inches tall, and they were like super propaganda? Do yeah. I, okay. That's what they are, and then the Ancients guys are going to start picking them up and throwing them to the side and start digging through some of the packing material. And then in the bottom, you're just going to start to see a bunch of different guns kind of covered up there. Oh, thank God. I'm so happy there's guns in there. I was really worried about you guys. I mean, I thought you were weird, because I hope they were just solid Novacook or something. I don't know. Well, you boys have fun doing whatever gangrel elves do. I don't know. Have fun with that. You'll see one of them grab one of the rifles and start gesturing inappropriately with it. Somebody's like, give me some bullets. I want to shoot it. And that's why we should GTFO. <laughs> I want to turn a look at the boss. Yeah, this is, this is why you cannot give elves guns. This is what happens. This is why we need to get out of here before something goes sideways. Yep, yep, yep. Time, time, time to GTFO. I, I agree. I concur, boss. Your sage wisdom rules the day. <laughs> peel out. Let's go get paid. Anyway, Mary Sue, what happened on the train? One of the security officers hit me in the chest with his gun. He hit you with it? He pistol whipped you? Uh, no, um, uh, a stun. He stunned me. She'll move her clothing and you'll probably see a very good size um, oh my God. injury. Look, that's why I need ice. You're lucky those were gel rounds. I could hear the gunfire. I was worried mm-hmm. about you. First, RC. First action. Hey, you did good, but you sh- you shouldn't put yourself in that situation. <sighs> this is a, wow, I didn't know you had any. There you go. Well, I guess you don't have any bullets in you. There you go. That That's awesome. I kind of freaked out about that, but okay. Let's just go on. Let's get paid. Let's just move forward. I'll look back at Mary Sue like, yeesh. And with that, you guys will drive off into the sort of sunset and, uh, Somewhere in the process of driving, you will notice that there is a VTOL that is flying at a high rate of speed into the direction that you just came from.
Love you, Val. Val. Yay. Well, I hope you can come back. I'll take out the yay so it doesn't sound like we're saying goodbye and you're like, yay. Yeah, goodbye. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at this. <laughs> I'm not good. It was like, yay, happy trail. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> so with all that mush. I must have <laughs> Never mind. I have no idea what you were trying to sing, but you were doing it poorly. It, okay. I did not realize I had to roll. Okay. I mean, you don't really have to, but if you oh. want to make him look good. All you're doing is putting a mustache and sunglasses on him. One success. Nailed it. <laughs> Two successes. Nailed Critical. it. Perfect. Critical fail. Your mustache pops off at a bad moment. I don't even know what kind of glasses those are called. They're, they're aviators, aren't they? I don't know. What makes you think I have any sense of fashion? I mean, I nothing. Watch, nothing makes me like, think that. <laughs> I assume you watch cop movies. I don't know. That's what they are. They're those super cop glasses. Aviators. I'm going to come over to DNI. So you guys get ready to rock? Get do ready this. to rock. Let's do this. Okay, I've got code name for y'all. Are y'all ready? We, we need to oh, use the secret. God. Okay, first of all, I am the eagle in the nest. Okay. <laughs> all right. We have Mary Sue. You are big green. Okay, because it will throw people off. Well, first of all, I don't want to be big. Hey, why am I big green? If anyone's listening, they'll think I'm talking about boss. Okay, I'm not even it's, it's green genius. though. What? No, but it's, not, it's not even your code word. It sounds racist. It's it not racist. How is it racist? It's not even <laughs> boss's code word. It's all your right, code word. You're what? not. It's your give a green bandana. <sighs> it's not racist. Bob, bring me to Bob. Right. You. This is terrible. What? Let's move on. You are a Captain Touch. Okay, here we go. Go team. Captain what? Captain Tusk. I, um... Or just, you know what, it's a big comic book. How about just Tusk? I'll be Eagle. We have Eagle, Big Green, and Tusk. You're off the team. team. I am the the Eagle. I am in the nest. All right. I'll be off the team. All right. All right. We're ready. We're going to do this. And if memory serves, it was an auto assault 16. So it's like... It's like a... I might keep this. It's like a big boom-boom shotgun. Business Orc is here to handle the business. (laughs) <laughs> on your sneaking test to place some jammers around it has gone pretty well for you because oh my god what what is oh my god you got two i barely beat you yeah and like i even rolled more dice than you i know i have no dice the other guy is only a negative four for vitals oh god come on pipe hitter <laughs> be careful Strategic. What would I have to get to hit him? Uh, more hits than he gets on his defense test. Oh shit! Well, fuck me sideways. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What is that roll? Wow. I guess I don't have the edge. <laughs> I mean, there's a bad name called Five for Fighting. Well, there's four of them. Good news, bad news. Good news is, is you reduce his initiative, and. Apply a penalty to him because you hit him with an electric weapon. He had 23 armor? Oh my god. Late security armor is 15 know, armor know, by I itself. Well, cold shot! I thought I hit him in a vital! Jesus! Did you not include your plus two for your, for the vitals? No. Okay, so he takes two. Thank you. <laughs> I asked you how much damage you did and you gave me a it number. Was seven! Plus I had the one, so that's eight. Okay, so he plus takes three. Thank you. Oh my god. Like, when I ask for a number, just give me the fucking number. Don't give Dude, me I'm bad, at, I'm bad at fucking math. Do the math for me. God. Uh, See, I can be mean to you. 
<laughs> children, children, come now. Oh, he knows I love him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, a fit dude with an SMG and some other police stuff around his utility belt. Any open areas on that armor? Open areas like moving? what? Armpit, stomach, as he's moving, I mean, he's helping not, people. He's not wearing a helmet, so you could shoot him in the head. I want to shoot him in the head. Okay, I wasn't sure where you were going with this. I have a taser. I want to find a vulnerable spot on the man. And tase him. A nice, squishy area and tase him. Sure. Not shoot him in the head. That sounds like you're trying to do a cold shot vitals with your taser. It's a reaction intuition negative two. Negative two? Yeah, he burst fire in you. What? He's got an SMG. Hmm. You brought a taser to a gunfight. Nobody lets me have my guns anymore. You could totally have had your gun. Maybe not without the super legal silencer on it, but... Yeah, I, I, I see, I see you not say, don't bring the guns. That's a pretty good roll. <laughs> Only one. Only one. It's going to hurt like hell. I got hit, but I think because of all the billowy fabric of my outfit... <laughs> <laughs> you, you just fashion soaked it. Fashion soaked it. There you go. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Mary, Mary sees bugs and the and power of fine. positivity and fashion. Blech. Call that Always blue steel in. armor. There you go. And Daddy was smart to give me that bone lacing. All I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back with RC playing paddle ball. I know. I'm so good. sorry. Everything good, you guys. <laughs> Can you get on here and help me? Because I my luck is going to run out. Hopefully soon. Am I able to just drop that and then pull out the gun? Yeah. Still have a simple action left to shoot him. We're going to shoot him then. You could also surrender. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't Who know are how, you talking to? I don't know what cards are like in this in Shadowrun, but if you put your hands up and say I surrender, will they still shoot you? Only one way for you to find out. <laughs> Shoot him, you cop killer. <laughs> Five, six, stop with your luck. Uh, he, he took more. He took about yes! seven points. Yes! yes! Physical, not stun. That's uh, right. It would, it would, <laughs> the bloodlust is emerging. Isn't it great? <laughs> it's something. Uh, it would be stun because um, that's how armor works. Armor changes things to stun. <laughs> what? When he's unconscious on the ground, you can, like, double-tap him in the back of the head. It's fine. I'm gonna oh, my God. Kick him. Kick him. <laughs> uh, did you did you successfully hurt him the first time? <sighs> Never gonna let her. It's a good thing I have pushed to talk, because I am just screaming with my fists in the air, and it's a good <laughs> thing, because everybody it would just be hearing me scream just constantly. <laughs> yeah, well, they're gonna hear you squeal a little bit. Um... <laughs> so happy. I'm, just so so, I'm tearing up right now. I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, I imagine that there's... I've probably... never been locked in a trunk. You've never opened your trunk and seen the little handle thingies that are like, these are here for your safety? No. Alright, when you go out to your car next time, look. Well, it was gel rounds. Fortunately. <laughs> that could have been a lot worse. Yeah, but she took a square of the chest. The square in the chest. Suit, took, a, took a gel round at point blank from burst fire. Mm-hmm. Here's what you should do. You should ask her whether or not it hurt. So that you can throw it back at her about the cops she shot with gel rounds. <gasps> <laughs> oh. Well, 
I did finish the job. Oh, exactly. It. We've reached a new low. Remember, Stu is like the badass of the group. Like the body count just keeps rising. <laughs> you guys don't know about a body count. Like number of times people have been shot. Number of times you only shot. Know to about be one. fair, to be fair, Boz was the one who ended up taking out the other guy back at the at Paradynamics. She touche, touche. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever.